Surprise, another podcast. I managed to get an interview with Tamega. He requires very little introduction, multiple world champion, one of the biggest charges that the sport has ever witnessed. Really good guy, um, dedicated waterman, and he really loves to yell when he's excited, particularly in podcasts. So apologies for the ears, you've been warned, and also the background noise, it was blowing a gale on the North Shore. But we did what we could, and I hope you really enjoyed this podcast because I had an epic time. Here you go. Okay, here we are for another windy episode of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I have Galemi Tamega sitting next to me uh, under a big tree that's blocking the, the strong nor'east wind. Is this the nor'east wind? Yeah, nor'east. Yeah. yeah. Where are we? What are we doing here? Yeah, we are uh, rock piles, North Shore, Oahu, uh, sitting behind a tree. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm doing my duties job here at the... 27 tower lifeguard tower mm. and uh here comes josh um <laughs> to do his podcast and here we are <laughs> i've been chasing you for since i arrived on the north shore i was like i'm gonna find that guy and, and get a podcast with him and we, we managed to finally get it so i'm really really stoked to um to get a chance to sit down with you um let's go with something really kind of not maybe so related to bodyboarding to kick off uh, last year you did a triathlon. Yeah. What was that all about? How did you How did you get into that? Yeah, since I got the, I got a, my my job at here the Ocean Safety, you know, um, City and County of Honolulu job. I told myself, you know, I'm gonna get into this, and the one things I want I want to do, I want to be in the best shape of my life. You know, uh-huh. I gonna. I'm not gonna waste time. I'm just gonna work myself every single day. I wanna be not only a very good lifeguard, but a ready lifeguard, a prepared uh-huh. one. And with all the, the summertime, you know, summertime here on the North Shore, you don't have much waves, yeah? yeah. It's pretty much a lake most mm. of the days. So, what we do, all we do here is work out and be creative and, you know, you know, go run on the mountains, go swim, go, yeah. you know, go do something. That's, yeah. that's how I am at least. And uh, that's what I started to do, and uh, I started looking at. Um, I started my friend issue. He ride road bike a lot, and wish where I used to ride road bike a lot back in the days. Yeah. I said I'm gonna get it back to the road biking thing. So I bought my bike again. I bought a new bike, and I started riding to 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 work from home. It's like it's about fifty kilometers. Shit. Okay. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's almost double that coming you know, yeah. round trip yeah. so and I started doing that and uh, and then I, oh and then combining everything with all the swimming running and cycling I was like I gotta start doing triathlon yeah and I started doing it and my first one I got second on my age group <laughs> and I got into the podium I was like whoa I think I can do this <laughs> oh my god I think I can do this <laughs> and then the, the second one, this is a sprint triathlon, it's a fast one. You know, How far one are hour, the distances? One hour, you're done. Oh, like okay. boom, boom, boom. Like 5K run and yeah. 
swimming like that. It's all short, but and the second one I did uh, the year later, I I got first place. I won my my division, and uh, I was like, I gotta shoot higher. Yeah. So I went to the one. I want to do the half Ironman in Kona, you know, and that's a qualifying for the the Ironman. Yeah. Uh, the corner, the famous one. Mm -hmm. And then I did that, I qualified, you know, I got like 20, 22 overall, you know, yeah. I was over close to a thousand competitors. Wow. So that was pretty cool. And uh, you know, you know how I am, I'm really competitive. Everything yeah. I do, I, I don't do for, just for doing it. Yeah. I gotta do it to do it, you yeah. know, full in, yeah. you know, all in. You know, I told my, my friends, if I don't cross the finish line, you know, all tumbling and falling <laughs> off and looking for a, a medical doctor, mm -hmm. I'm, I didn't do a good race. Yeah. And uh, that's how I am, yeah. you know? And uh, and that's what I started doing and then it paid off, you know? All of a sudden I was doing the Ironman uh, the last October. Yeah. Yes. And that was your first Ironman? Yeah, it was, was less than a year, man, doing yeah. the Ironman and I already qualified. It's just scary. Yeah. I was, I was you know, aiming to do, you know, in one year, maybe I would try to do Ironman, in two years, maybe, you know, and try to, but everything happened less than a year. Boom. Okay, you're in. <laughs> I was like, whoa. So I had to have a thousand dollars entry fee money yeah. on the on the spot to pay for my entry. And I was like, wow, wow, this is just crazy. <laughs> it's a very expensive sport, but it's very rewarding. You yeah. Know, once you... Once you complete, of course. Yeah. And you gotta love to suffer. You're mm. gonna suffer like crazy. Um, I'm guessing that um, when you got that podium on your first race, did it feel amazing to be back on a podium? Was that like a special thrill for you? Like, did that really fire you up? Yeah, definitely. You know, you know, I love a podium, especially mm. the top one, yeah. the top <laughs> stairs. You know. <laughs> so once I, I got, I, I got into that. I was like, wow. Look at this, you know. <laughs> Anything that challenges me, you know. Yeah. I'm not the type of guy that, you know, if somebody presses my button or I press the button that it challenges me, yeah. you know, I'm on, yeah. you know. It turns me on and uh, that thing turns me on. Yeah. And uh, that was, I saw a challenge there. Can you do that? And I was like, oh yeah, I'll try it. Yeah. I, I, maybe I can do it. And that, that's what every, everything started happening. You what's know? your what's your strongest uh do you have a strongest part of the of the race like are you strongest on the bike or the run or the swim like what, yeah where the are bike you? i think the bike is my strong oh okay yeah the the swim is i'm not the fast swimmer oh, okay but i'm not bad either yeah i was thinking that and i improve it i, yeah. I got better you mm -hmm. know with all the training you know you start studying techniques yeah you know try to be more efficient as possible yeah and the run is the the most difficult you know for you to run efficiently and uh, and for a long time, a yeah. period of time, it's just nuts. Run yeah. is a thing that is is uh, only crazy people do. Yeah, I would say, but it's very rewarding. It's very healthy, and uh, if you know what you're doing and you do it right, it's very very cool. Mm. You know, just don't look where you're going. Just go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned when we were we were chatting about this the other day. That, you know like the psychological challenge is one of the biggest parts when you were doing this full iron man can you try and describe for the listener what it's at, what it was actually like for you you know when you were in that real exhaustion and the pain you said you have to love pain so what is it really how can you relate it 
Yeah, it's, it's one of the craziest things I've ever done in my life. Mm -hmm. One of the hardest things for sure I've ever done in my life. You know, I, I felt like in the middle of a desert with no water, like, okay, get out of here on your own. Mm. And that's how I felt. Like when I, when I got off the bike, it's about 200 kilometers uh, yeah. bike ride. You know, and you're racing, you know. I'm, I was racing until the half of the, the time. I was like, oh my God, step down, man. Let's finish this thing you've never done before. Yeah. Stop racing people. Let people who want to pass, just let them pass. And, yeah. you know, just do your own race. You know, you don't, you don't have nothing to qualify or to position or to conquer here. Yeah. Just do your own race and uh, please finish this. Yeah. This is one, you know, can be one in a lifetime opportunity and this yeah. is it right here. Yeah. You know, do it, please. So I got myself down to earth. You know, I started doing uh, on the half end of the, the bike. I was like, oh, please give me those shoes. I'm ready to run. Give me off <laughs> this bike. My, my, was it's almost like a five hour uh, bike riding. That's it's crazy. 445 That's crazy. on the bike. So as I get me out of here, my butt will start hurting and yeah. my body will start like being on one position and it's just crazy. And then I got off the bike, put the shoes on, yeah, and then I saw my family on the on the start. I was like, yeah, my kids running with me. It was just so awesome. You know, I was so happy to start run. And then once I start running, you know, like 500 meters, and then I saw all these runners passing me and I was like, oh my God. And then my body started like, hurting here and there that's 500 different meters parts in. yeah 500 <laughs> meters in i was like oh my god oh my god <laughs> and then i started like i felt like crying yeah. my face you know when you, you're gonna cry and your face expressions start yeah. changing yeah your eye and everything yeah that's how i felt yeah like you know i saw all those people running past me like effortless yeah like because uh, the Ironman is like the top of the world triathletes. Yeah. And I, I look at myself like, what the heck you doing over here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all those those uh, thoughts and the, the brainstorm I was yeah. having while I was running, I was like, okay, stop this now. Yeah. Like, that's how my brain was working with me. Like, yeah. okay, you don't need this for you. Yeah. What are you doing over here? This is not thing for you. Go back to the bodyboarding thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, go back to the water. Yeah. What are you doing? So I, I constantly keep on fighting that the whole time. And I was like, no, I'm here, you know, this is a one life opportunity. If these people can do it, I can do it. Yeah. Let's do it, Let's just follow that guy. And then uh, another guy, follow this back now. Okay, another back pass, I got now this back. Oh, this back is kind of wide. See, this wide back is better than you. Come on, you know, look at this guy, how tall he is. You know, go follow this guy now. And just I kept on motivating and stop, you know, try to block my brain to tell me wrong and, you know, and negative things yeah and that's how i ran the whole marathon right 42 kilometers and uh one thing i told me whatever you do whatever happens do not stop yeah you're not allowed to walk you're not allowed to stop if my body's okay i'm okay with it if my 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 legs my muscle everything it's okay with it i'm okay with it pain we go through pain yeah it is hurting i can handle hurt mm. now if something breaks and then you, you're gonna be off the race and you're yeah. out, yeah. you know? So just go, yeah. go, go, go. And then stop every station in a, okay, you are allowed to stop in every station. You cannot walk, 
you know, just grab something and go, keep yeah. going. Yeah. So I grab Coke, I grab Red Bull, <laughs> I grab blocks of ice. Yeah. I put ice in my mouth. I have ice cubes in my mouth. Yeah. And my friend on uh, told me, you know, hand the ice cubes in your hands uh-huh. to keep your body cool. Okay. Uh, so I had uh, the cubes in my hand. I have a cube in my mouth <laughs> right here. I was running and uh, just waiting for my uh, the ice to melt in my mouth. Oh man, that felt so good because you breathe mostly through your nose, yeah. yeah. You just close, pretty much close your mouth because you. So you just had a cold air coming in then. You or? gotta breathe through your dry diaphragm. Yeah. So yeah. I just felt that cold air and I was like, yeah, this feels good. And then uh, the thing melts and you're ready on another station. Okay, Red Bull this time. Okay, yeah. you're allowed to a Coke. Yeah. You're allowed to a Gatorade. Yeah. You're allowed to, you know, and uh, that's how I went, man. I just kept on going. Just sugar rushing. Sugar rushing <laughs> station by station and uh, just give me sugar. That's yeah. all I need to give me this sugar. Sure. Yeah. Is it, um, obviously it was an accomplishment. You're obviously quite proud of yourself for finishing and things like that. Yeah. Did, well, it, did it make you want to do it again? Like, is it something you that you have inside you to kind of do better again? Or are you happy with the accomplishment as it is? I'm happy with the accomplishment that I did. I'm happy I did it. Yeah. I'm so stoked for the time, for the effort and for, you know, another, you know, step in my life, you yeah. know. Uh, my kids, my wife, it changed our, our lives after that. They were so stoked. We were so stoked to be part of that mm. and to finish that. And uh, that, uh, you know, that was worth every single time, every single thing I did. I know I didn't train for that. I know everything didn't, you know, wasn't ready, but I did it. And that's the most important thing for me and for my 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 my, my family. Because it's a big, like it is actually pre- preparing for one of these does take a lot of time, right? Like, I mean, costs money but it also takes hours of training yeah? exactly and that's why uh, the, the timing was which yeah. was good because yeah. uh, I was training while I was on my job uh-huh. which we have two hours a day for doing that uh-huh. okay so on this job so uh, I was training here and uh, on a, on a summertime which is was a good preparation for the for the Ironman at the end yeah. of the year yeah and uh, but once the Ironman finished What's starting the, the the wave season here? Yeah, yeah. So you get more busy on your job. You don't have much time to mess around. Yeah. You gotta be on spot uh, on your job. Plus, I wanna surf pipe. Yeah. You know, every time there's waves, I wanna be out there. Yeah. So I just put my bike, I put my shoes, I put everything away for this moment. I don't wanna think about Ironman. I don't wanna think about anything. Are you gonna do it again? I don't know. I yeah. probably will. You know, when times come. Yeah. You know. And uh, the challenge comes back to me again, mm. and that, that's how I flow. I go with the flow. I don't. I don't like to do predictions. Yeah. I don't like to, you know, to to make a goal, especially in the, the things like this. I just want to have fun. Yeah. You know, I have nothing to prove. I don't have no sponsors. Nothing. I just want to have fun. Yeah. And uh, this is how I let it go. So what? Um, so let's talk about um, that kind of motivation to have fun. Was that? Was bodyboarding that type of motivation for you in the beginning with your com- competition, or was that more this is a job and a competition when you you know started to become a professional? No, I never see uh, bodyboarding as a job. I always saw okay. bo- bodyboarding as a fun, uh-huh. bodyboarding as uh, my life. Yeah, right. Bodyboarding was always been my life and always will be. Yeah. 
You know, I was, uh, God wants me to do that and I love it. Mm. I love every moment of it. I was having fun. Competition for me was a, a test of my training. Mm -hmm. You know, how I gonna, you know, how I gonna test everything I'm doing every day, you know? I just gonna go for waste. Yeah. You know, I was having fun, I love it. Yeah. But, you know, no, there's a competition. Oh yeah, I love that, okay. a challenge. Being a, a youngest of uh, the four, uh, boys, my, my 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 family, my my parents had, you know, I, I was born a competitor. Yeah. I, I you know I was I had to compete with my older brothers all the time. Yeah. So when it comes to to bodyboarding or triathlon, whatever, I'm a I'm a born competitor. Yeah. You know, I'm everything I do, I'm gonna be a competitive as possible. Yeah. And I I gonna do the best as as I can. Mm. And bodyboarding just just match uh, the good, you know, with uh, the fun. You know, and uh, the obligation and the responsibility, you know, and... and Be because it's interesting, you you weren't... Like, it's, it's interesting to hear that the competition was your fun because a lot of guys, you know, often they get kind of... They go free surfing and they go and do all those free surfing trips and they kind of treat that more like fun. But for you, you, you kind of were never the guy to, um, you know, get those big video parts or do those kind of lots of photo trips it was more um you're kind of off the radar like what was what was going on with that decision was it because the competition was your fun yeah competition was my thing yeah i was nothing nothing fulfills me more than uh competition especially the winning feeling yeah i want to win yeah you know and uh a, a winning moment for me was the best thing i could ever done i could ever have you know, you know, beat any any barrel on a surf trip, whatever we do in a surf trip, or a, yeah. a, a cover of the magazine, beats all that hands down for me. So that that was my life, mm -hmm. and that's why why uh, was fun and uh, you know an obligation at the same time. Mm. You know, some people doesn't have that, but I had that, and I knew I I I I, I had the talent, I had the drive, and I have the the stamina, and I have every, I have all the package, and and uh, when I start winning and I start uh, accomplishing everything, I was like, oh man, you are you are the guy. If you, if you follow this line, you know you're gonna be unbeatable for a long time. And I knew that, mm. I knew it, you know, uh, because I always want to push harder than anybody. Yeah. I, I always want to be bigger than anybody. I always want to do things different than everybody, and that uh, that's how I I succeed, you know. And that paid off, paid off on the, on the competition side of the thing. Yeah. And uh, I was really like focused and really mental uh, uh, prepared for everything towards uh, my career. I knew what I wanted. I knew what I wanted to accomplish. Yeah. And I did. I did more than I could. I did more than I ever expected. And I'm super. I look back today. I was like, oh my god, what a ride. Yeah. Like that was, you know. Sim simply awesome like yeah. I couldn't tap my my back and my shoulders more than I could yeah and right now and uh, I'm really proud of myself every single day you know yeah. from what I did and what I accomplished for sure um it's funny this psychological element of like believing in the victory um you actually gave me a good lesson this morning when I was going to go for a surf with you know I was saying to you how I needed to get out there and practice some flips and try and you know, feel like I couldn't get past a few levels of heats because, you know, I don't get to surf as much these days. But, you know, your response was, nah, man, it's all in your head. 
you know, if you go out there and believe that you're going to win, then you, you, you're going to, you're more likely going to win. How, how strong did that mental game play for you in your competitive career? Like, how do you rate it? Yeah, that's what I, I that's how I grew up, you know, uh, it's all in your head, you know, just the, like the Ironman, you yeah. finished a, a marathon that you never did before, yeah. something new, like every heat on a competition is a new world, it's mm. a new thing from the start to finish, mm. new waves, new condition, new competitors, you know, go there and do your best, you know, that's the time for you to do your best, yeah. and it's not, and Sumbawa is not in, uh, in a surf trip, it's on when you put the jersey on. Mm. That's what matters. You know, you travel all the way to that point. You know, you went all the way to that place. You know, it's, you suffer to get there. Mm. And uh, that's that's all come down to that moment right there. And that's what matters. Mm. It matters for you to shine. Mm. And uh, for us right now, yeah. with all the experience we have, you know, it's always like a memory ship in a, in a computer. Yeah. You just put the memory ship in your head and just go, mm. you know. Don't don't try to drive yourself out, uh, down because that's that's the, the life you're living on right now mm. that uh, try to bring you to that stage. But no, you're more than that. You, you're way bigger than that, you know, and uh, those guys should be scared of you, not <laughs> you scared of them, you <laughs> know, because you don't have nothing to lose. Nah, nah, nah. They do. Nah, it's a lot of and, fun. Uh, it's, you know, I can do the, you know, I don't know if I can do that flip. Try it. Yeah. Try it. I bet you you can. Yeah. And I'm bigger than most of the, those guys. Yeah. So that's how I see. That's how I compete. That's that's how I went in my whole career. Yeah. You know, and um, right there with the jersey on, is everything matters for me. Mm. Yeah. Is there any specific moment in your competitive career that is like the jumps out as like the best moment for you? Like, is there one moment or a couple maybe that? You're like this. That is the best competitive moment of my life. Is there anything that jumps out? Yeah, there's a lot of. I had a lot of great moments. Yeah. It's just countless. Yeah. And some of them that I, I, you know, I can. And is we're gonna be here forever if I start. We'll try to pick one. Them. Try to pick one that's the, really the special. The one I can't. I can't deny my my first world title. You know, yeah. my the first time you can never forget. Yeah. And uh, that was. That what that happened to me. Yeah. You know, 1994, 15 feet pipeline. Yeah. You know, you don't see that pipeline break that way anymore. It's mm. just massive, the biggest pipe ever. Yeah. The first, uh, you know, uh, all around uh, 10 score on all of the judges. First time ever on the, on the story of the event. Yeah. You know, a double barrel, second reef. Yeah. You know, that, that that contest is just all time. Yeah. You know, that thing is just changed the sport. Change the way people see big waves. Yeah. Change the way people, you know, uh, approach the bodyboard, uh, approach those kind of waves. Mm. And then I, I, I kind of lead that. I know. Was that when the two? Was that when it was still the one event? World yeah, that was the last year they had uh-huh. the one event. Okay. You know, Mike Stewart have won that nine times. Exactly. You know, and uh, till then, and uh, that was the last one of all. And that was very special. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that moment was incredible. Was, was the whole competition good for you? Like, was that was that competition? Were you kind of just like winning through every heat, or did, were there any near misses along the way? Do you remember? No, I was I was settled, man. Yeah. Uh, bro, it was like one d- last day of the waiting period. Yeah. Like, oh, we gotta run it. You know, this is the last day. We cannot postpone anymore. Yeah. And sure enough, it was 15 feet. <laughs> There's nothing they could do about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. 
and uh, they had like before quarters, quarters, semi, and final to run on that day. Shit. So it was like, bro, it's like you not even imagine you run four heats on that day, yeah. 15 foot pipe. Yeah. Oh man, good luck with that. Yeah. I'm not even, bro, it's just incredible. Yeah. You know, I not even know where all my. I just knew one thing. I was there for winning. Yeah. I was gonna win that no matter what. Yeah. You know, I took, I took fourth place, third place, second place at pipe, and that year I was like, I have it all. <laughs> yeah. I, now it's <laughs> only first. One. Yeah, number one or nothing. Yeah. You know, I had no choice. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna go ballistic over here. So I remember paddling for 12 feet closeout. Yeah. You know, when you paddle, you see the thing that's gonna close out. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I was paddling like a normal thing, like I'm gonna roll that yeah. session right there. Yeah. And I fucking took, sorry, the no, word. No, you can swear. I just took off and just tried to roll and try to <laughs> grab it. The first I couldn't handle, I couldn't hold it, I was like, ah, I was on the water. Like, and I grabbed my board, paddled out, another close out. Okay, I gotta do this one. <laughs> and then I tried to grab, I hug my board sideways. I tried to hug my board yeah. sideways. To, to to make the move and like like again I ate shit. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, I need a wave. <laughs> and I paddle back out. I was like, I got a little barrel, come out. I was like, and then I try to roll. I missed the roll. I was like, oh my god, I'm losing. <laughs> and then I come out of the water like you won. I was like, I won. <laughs> Bro, you won. I was like, you gotta kid it. You yeah. gotta be kidding me. Like because I have this uh, in and out barrel, uh, yeah. smaller wave. And I have a, a like a fancy role. Yeah. But the other guys didn't have nothing. Yeah. You know? right. And I didn't know. I was just fucking. I yeah, was crazy about it. myself. Who I was else just, was in the final? Was Kainua McGee, yeah. uh, 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 Tony Tony Tarplay. Oh yeah. Uh, Hawaiian, and uh, Matt Walbur. Okay. The, the, yeah, he's passed away. Yeah, yeah. Years and years ago. Matt Walbro from Tahiti, yeah. Tony Tarplay, Kaino McGee, and myself. Okay. Mike uh, got knocked out at the um, semifinal, uh-huh. and some other guys got knocked out in the semis. So yeah, it was nuts. It was like all time, man. It, it must have. Um, were you were you surfing against Mike in the semifinal? Was he? No, in a different one? I wasn't a different one. Okay. Yeah. Um, when you're you know, when you tell these stories and relive them, you know, there's a lot of noise, you know, like you tell it with a lot of animation. When you're in a competition, are you kind of, is the voice in your head a loud one? Yeah, like, I'm like, a loud you, guy. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a loud guy. Yeah. Everything comes loud. You know, when I start talking about those moments, everything yeah. starts coming back. I, I can't handle myself. I in the moment like, though, is it a, because, you know, we've all got a voice in our head, you know, when you're trying to motivate yourself, are you yelling in your head? Or is it a more calm No, no, voice? I, I always yell in my head. Yeah. Go, come on, what are you doing? Ah, let's go. Ah, no, always yelling. Yeah, yeah cool. Always yelling. Cool. Relaxing, nice voice doesn't work. Nah. Yeah, no. Do you think that's an important part of the your success? You know, that you've got this motivation that it's noisy and it's wild. Yeah, my dad is, should be like that. Yeah. You know, my biggest motivation is my dad. You know, mm. he always pushing. Yeah, go. No, Dad, it's kind of, no, go, <laughs> go, what's the matter with you guys? Yeah. You know, and that, that's motivating, yeah. you know, that's motivating. That's really cool, you know. Yeah. And uh, if you let the kids, if you let people do what they want, they're going to sit down and just watch the waves and do nothing, yeah. you know. You need that. You need some push sometimes. Yeah. 
you need some slap in your butt sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's part of it. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, my dad was everything, man. It's, uh, he was my, my hero. He was like, the motivating factor a lot? Oh, for sure. Mm. You know, I did most of the things I did for him. Yeah, right. You know, because I knew how much he wanted, how much he stoked he was. You know, and he was a sportman guy, and yeah. he's always cheering, super, super on it, yeah. super motivating all the time. Yeah, yeah, it was super awesome. Was he was he part of how you originally started bodyboarding? Did he yeah, bring a board sure. home? Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. What was you that know, like? Do you I remember? owe everything to my dad. We were always, you know, like playing soccer with my brothers. Always competitive. Always, like, you know, I ask, I ask him for. Uh, we always mid class, yeah, over yeah. there. You know, we didn't have much, but everything he could give us, he gave. You yeah. know, with a lot of sweat. And uh, I remember I asked him April 1995. Yeah. 1985. 85, yeah. April 1985, I asked him for a boogie board, Modi Boogie 139. Yeah. And we went to the shop. Okay, let's go get it. And I went to the shop. He bought the board. I went back home. You know, right before dark, I ran to Copacabana Beach with yeah. my brothers. <laughs> you know, let's go. And we ran to the beach. I, I jumped in the water, paddle out, no fins, no nothing. Came this way, I, I took off on the wave and I started sliding sideways <laughs> all the way to the beach. I was like, oh my God, this thing is harder than I thought. You know, there's something wrong over here. Yeah. So those kind of moments is so special, yeah. you know, that's changed your life forever. Yeah. You know, that I got hooked by my first sliding sideways First wave. side slide. Yeah. That's cool. It's so awesome. Were there lots of, um, in the 80s, um, how old were you when you got this board i was 15 15 okay. no no 12 sorry 12 12 12 so yeah. when you were 12 were there I, I mean had bodyboarding started to boom in brazil then yeah. were you yeah. seeing guys it was started to booming yeah. yeah it started to booming yeah and then and i find out there's professional guys in brazil and yeah. then i find out the, the pro guys and how they were riding you know because i used to go on my knees a lot uh -huh. i used to ride on my knees cool yeah and uh, was and then I oh this is how you do it and I started learning and uh, sure enough you know growing up in Copacabana shore breaks yeah helped me a lot too you know yeah. I grow a lot you know taking poundings is very important to grow yeah as as a surfer as a bodyboarder body surfer whatever is wave related you know you gotta get pounded yeah so you were used to that um, so you kind of did you enjoy it. I enjoy it every yeah. moment, you know, I enjoy it every moment. Getting smashed. Getting smashed, and I used to go with my older brother too. I remember, like, you know, throwing myself on the, on the shore breaks on the body surfing. Yeah. And then I go under, I start holding myself underwater, and then I knew he was looking for me, right? <laughs> and then the fuck, I pop up, and he's like, you fucker, <laughs> you know, don't do that anymore. I was like, oh, okay, sorry. And I just enjoying every moment, man. Yeah. It's so cool. like. And uh, that's how I learned, you know. And I came to Pipeline. I was like, oh, this is not as bad as people told me it was. <laughs> I know there's reef underneath, but, you know, the pound is, is not much different from my, what I used to get uh, back home, you know. So that, that, that home thing, that whole experience back home was super important for me. How, how old were you when you realized that you were a good competitor? Like, how soon after? So you're 12 years old and you get that original board and then you slide out. How many years until you were competing and winning? 
No, six months later, I six took months. I took second place in the Brazilian. <laughs> in the Brazilian title. Brazilian uh, title, uh, <laughs> a Brazilian event, national event. No way. And I was like, wow, I think I'm good at it. Did you get some flippers by then? You must have got some flippers in the meantime. What do you mean flippers? Some fins. You must have got some fins. Oh yeah, you should ride only the right foot. Okay. Only the right foot. One foot. Yeah, and the scuba dive too. No it way. It was a long scuba dive one. <laughs> only on my right foot because I liked uh, my my left foot free, yeah, so I yeah. can I can bounce on the on the ground on the water and uh -huh. then bounce my myself up. Okay. So, yeah, and all, all those guys had uh, Churchills and nice flippers, and uh, I had yeah. only my scuba my right dive. scuba dive one. And, and you came second. I came second on the junior, the amateur division. That's crazy. And uh, yeah, I beat some guys that they wasn't happy about it. I'm sure. Yeah, and uh, that's how I. My dad was like, "Oh my God, are you? Sh <laughs> do you really got second place?" <laughs> yeah, my dad was shocked. Yeah. Yeah, and shocked everybody, and uh, that's how it started. And yeah. did was the support completely there when you decided oh, that this oh, yeah, was your com competitive? This was it. Did you drop everything else and? Oh yeah, go one with year it? later. I was already making money from sponsors. <laughs> yeah, like it was no brainer. Like, pff, I stopped asking money from my parents. Yeah. I was like, what, 14, 13? Yeah, right. 14? Well, they were happy about that. Yeah, sure. That's for sure. One last kid to, to feed. Yeah, exactly. You know, to, to support. Great. Okay. So, yeah, that's how it started. And, and I, so, how soon after that were you coming to Pipeline then? What was your, when was your 15 first? 15 was my, my first winter. Yeah. <laughs> 15 years old, I was eight feet, 10 feet pipe, yeah. fucking taking off and like charging. Because I watched, um, I was actually on YouTube the other night and I watched, I think it was the final that you were in and it was when it was you, Kainoa, Mike and um, Ben Severson and oh, you were in the final. In Australia? No, in pipe. Oh, that was my first, my first pipe. Was that your first pipe? Yeah, that was 2001, I got fourth place, I think. No, 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 back in the 90s. This was like 90... Um, yeah, 91, 91. Yeah, it must have been. 91, yeah. It was when Mike that was did the my big first role, pipe. when yeah. he did that big role. So that was your first... Was that your first season at Pipe, or...? That was my... No, that was my first Pipe event. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you had to be 18, you know, to compete at Pipe. Oh, okay. So I was waiting until I got 18 to, to compete. And my first year, I got fourth place. I, yeah. I made the finals. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Was yeah. that crazy? Because then that, that was basically your number four in the world. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. <laughs> Completely crazy. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, yeah, three years before that there were, uh, was my first uh, winter. Yeah. And that was pretty memorable too. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. So, they, I mean, how old are you now today? I'm 46 now. Yep. Yeah. So that's like 31 years ago now was your first ever trip to Hawaii. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to make you feel too old. Yeah. But you are the fittest you've ever been, right? So that's all right. Doesn't yeah. matter how old you yeah, are. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. I would say so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how, um, you know, you live here now. Um, how long have you actually called this home? That was when have you lived here full time, you know? Yeah. Uh, when my, my wife got pregnant from my, my daughter. Okay. We were a pipe competing in the pipe event. Yeah. And we were sitting down where I was like, you want to just stay here? You know, I want my, my kids to be born in Hawaii. Yeah. I want to, I want to. Because, you know, I had a sponsor. We can pretty much, you know, I used to live in California. Yeah. I used to have a house there. And then we were back in Brazil, always traveling. I was like, I yeah. can pretty much stay anywhere. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, it's fine to me. Let's do it. I was like, okay. 
So I, I enter all my paperwork for the, the residency, you know, the green card. And, yeah. And that's how, how it happens. Right. You know? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. So you were already in California most of, like you were kind of living in California Living and in California. Brazil. You know, the first time I came to America, I really, I really got connected to this country. Okay. Like, you know. How? I love Brazil. I love being a Brazilian and, uh, you know, Brazil is... It's always the most special thing, you know, I always gonna be proud. But there's something here that, you know, the, the way things, you know, the, the, the way you can uh, 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 predict or, you know, to predict things here, or you can, you know, set up things here, and uh, the things, you know, how you can manage everything is different than Brazil. Mm. Brazil is very like, like political and everything, yeah. it's just out of control. Yeah. And I knew that back in the days, you know, yeah. the, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, there's a lot, those kind of people that's everywhere. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's, it's like comparing back in the, you know, a third world country to the first world country. Yeah, sure. And I came here, I was like, wow, this is really cool. Yeah. That's why I got connected. Yeah. And then I was like, I want to live there. I want to mm. live there one day. Yeah. You know, and uh, my kids were born, you know, I, I felt this place safer for yeah. my family. Sure. And I was like, yeah, I want what is the best for them? And uh, that was a no-brainer, really. So how long ago is that then with living on Oahu? 13 years ago. 13 years, wow. My, my daughter born 13 okay. years ago. So it's been a long time now. It's been a long time, yeah. How has it um, been, you know, this is famously quite local and it's, and it's you know, but it's also super multicultural here like I mean there's people from everywhere living on Hawaii on Oahu these days it seems how, how did you find um, kind of blending in as a full-time resident here was it ever challenging being a Brazilian or is it have you always seemed to be able to do well here regardless yeah it's always challenging you know just like any anything in life you yeah. know uh, once you, you know you're not from here and you know how to respect and have your your own place. I always being a really respectful guy yeah. and really honest and really yeah, low key. Yeah. Like you know, I always go out there. I want to surf my waves. I'm not gonna hassle you. Yeah. You know, unless you wanna hassle me. Mm. You know, the game is on. Yeah. But you know, I always being like a really tranquil. You know, you know, really low key guy. You know, yeah. when it comes to to water or you know or supermarket on a day by day basis. Yeah. So that was not hard for me, you know. I know where I am. I know who I am. Mm -hmm. I know where is my place. And I, that's how I work my life around what I am, what I can do, mm. and what I can improve and everything else. So it was, wasn't hard. I don't live on the North Shore. Uh, you know, we live in, uh, in the middle of the island. Okay. But still, you know, you know, working over here, always being over here, you know, I've been to the North Shore for the past 30, 30 something years, 35 yeah. years, you know, coming to the North Shore. So I know this place. I know how to deal with this place more than a lot of people know. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, well, was wasn't hard for me at all. So when you first lived here, then you were you were still like the full time professional bodyboarder and and you were doing that. And then you when did you start to work in the the lifeguarding that you, i think you mentioned it's been nearly four years now that you've been a lifeguard here yeah i always come out of pipe you know i look at the, the tower those lifeguards i was like wow look at that job you know yeah. look at what those guys do 
you know they they watch because pipeline is my heart yeah you know pipe this wave is everything for me besides yeah. my family you yeah. know and, and then comes pipe mm. you know and uh this this place is just magical mm. you know touches me from top to bottom mm. so you know i can sit down there all day you know eating something and just watch pipeline breaking all day long yeah. like no brainer yeah like and then getting paid to do that and of <laughs> course with all the responsibility with with what behind all the, yeah. all that i'll take it give yeah. it to me i wanna i want to be there you know yeah i can I can be a very successful, you know, um, oh, like like uh, company owner or yeah. you know uh, entrepreneur. Uh, I can be a very, you know, I can do, you know, deals or that. But uh, this job is important to me because it uh, keep me busy, yeah. keep me alert, keep me, you know, in touch with pipe in touch with this wave all the time, yeah. in touch with this place, which I love so much. Mm. You know, if you give me a choice, I'll be sitting on my couch watching TV and yeah. doing, you know, and doing other stuff. Yeah. But this thing makes me come here, yeah. makes me be here, which is the place that I feel like I belong, you know. Yeah. I belong, the ocean belongs to me. I belong yeah. to the ocean, yeah. you know. I belong to, to pipe. Pipe belongs to me. Yeah. It's this connection is what people don't see. Yeah, yeah, I feel, I see. And this is what is important to me. And this is why I, I became a lifeguard. Yeah. My goal was to be working in this tower, yeah. which is not easy at all to, to, to come here and, uh, and to know, work the pipe tower. To work at the pipe tower. So how did that come about? Like, because, I mean, is there a lot of competition amongst the lifeguards to get that tower or is it actually not so... Like, in indirect competition, it's not something direct. Yeah. You just gotta show you capable of. Yeah. You gotta show like you know you you able to be there. Yeah, exactly. You know, this is not just any other tower. Yeah. I know all, all the towers are this. It's such a responsibility to be a lifeguard in Oahu. Yeah. In the Hawaiian Islands, but you know this particular tower here, there's a lot to it. Yeah. You know. The lots from every point, every direction. Yeah, yeah. So you gotta be alert. You gotta be prepared. You gotta be responsible. Yeah. And he, most of the thing, you know, that makes all flow really nice is the connection with the wave. Yeah. Which yeah. is something I do have. Yeah, exactly. You know? And you love that. You love that just like your home. You mm. wanna protect that place just like your home, which I spend more time here than my own home. Yeah. Yeah. Things gonna flow like flawless. Yeah. And that's how uh, things go with me. Yeah. You know, the flow, the connection, the energy between yeah. you, the people, the wave, the ocean, this area, you know, it's no brainer. Plus it's a good, um, I'm imagining for the lifeguards, you know, the people who run this, like the fact that you, like you'll take, you you get two breaks per day, right? Or, yeah, two breaks per day. And, and you, you, if the waves are good and it's solid, you'll go out pipe in that break. Yeah, yeah. So you're kind of, on call, I mean, if something goes wrong in the water, you're going to react in that moment. You're yeah, not going to say, yeah, I'm we're not break. only surfing there, <laughs> yeah. but we're watching every single surfer that goes down. Exactly. Every single wave. Yeah. You know, I've been watching you when you take off. I've yeah. been watching that guy when exactly. you take off. Exactly. So it's not only having fun, yeah. but we're doing a water patrol at the same time. Yeah. So it's good for when somebody's out there. Yeah. You know, I rather everybody goes out. Yeah. You know. Sometimes it's better no, don't don't stay here in the tower, stay out there. Yeah. Because if something's gonna happen, it's gonna happen there first. Exactly. And we need somebody in there. Exactly. Yeah. So it's in, it is important. Yeah. So yeah, this this everything you learn, everything you connect, everything is the the whole energy that how it flows, how it connects. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. 
So at the same time as you maintaining your, your lifelong love affair with Pipeline, um, you have launched a company, you know, you've done GT boards in that time as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Um, how, how was that uh, setting up? I mean, it was, I don't, I don't know the history at all, but like you obviously parted ways with your, you know, your longtime sponsor at one point, which was, you were with Wave Rebel for many, many years, right? That was your, one of your main sponsors. Yeah, yeah, I've been with Wave Rebel over 15 years, yeah. like 20 years or yeah. something. You know, it's been such a nice ride with that company. Yeah. And I knew it was going to end one day and uh, I knew everything I was going to do. Like, you know, yeah. when this thing ends, I'm going to open my company and uh, I'm going to start working on all my ideas, everything that I always trying to do here. Yeah. And never was never possible. Yeah. Because with all that experience, you know what works and what it doesn't. Yeah. You know what uh, you know what a waste of time and what is not wasting a time. Yeah. We waste people money or not. So when I I made the GT, I want to make sure my 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 equipment is uh, the best bang for your buck. Yeah. You know what you buying here? You're not only buying a history, a uh, experience of the GT, the Tamega, but also you're gonna have uh, the best for what your money you spend because you're not spending yeah. a little money it's expensive yeah, it's significant the, yeah. equi the equipment is expensive so i know how hard people work or or do to 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 buy a bodyboard and and a fin and all that and uh, this is my main goal yeah. you know to put everything that i learned put all my experience into my products yeah and today is uh, is a super hard uh, place to be yeah. you know uh, we have no experience in business we mm. have no experience in anything and it, you know i don't pressure myself i don't pressure my company yeah you know uh, uh, my company has a name has a history and uh, everything i do is is the best for the customer and I want to make sure you're buying the best, mm. you know, the best stringer, the best core, the best everything. So you're going to have a, you're going to have an awesome experience. Yeah. And if the company grows, great. If it doesn't grow or stagnates, great. Uh -huh. If it, you know, stays local, great. Yeah. You know, and I have no pressure from anybody else. Okay. You know, and uh, I just want to make sure that all my ideas everything it goes into my products yeah and uh, that my products uh, translate my my career translate yeah. what I am what I was and what I, I will be in the near future mm. and in the future of course well it looks like with you with the way that's developed you know you've you've managed to kind of basically secure two of the next <laughs> Brazilian superstars in your team you know you've got Uri and you also have Socrates yeah yes and like that's basically two generations of the best of Brazil, uh, you could say. I think it's fair to yeah, say that pretty Yuri's, much. Yuri's yeah. one of the best still. Uh -huh. um, those guys are, um, I know Yuri's really still really lethal in competition, you know, like he's still performing to a really high level. Um, you know, he's usually getting close to the podium, if not, you know, in the semifinals and things like that. Um, Socrates is now, he qualified up onto the World Tour last year. Um, you'll have them both there. I know you don't like predictions or anything like that, but, you know, how, maybe I'll rephrase it. Do you have much to do with them in helping them with their competitive approach? Like, do you pass on that wisdom, you know, often, or do you leave it to them to figure out? Yeah, um, Uri, Uri is a long-time competitor. Yeah, he's, he's the 2008 good. world champion. That's right. Yeah, he didn't win that for granted. Yeah. You know, he was ripping that yeah, year. Yeah. It was hard to beat him. Yeah. And he won. And uh, he's he's 
like a born a competitor too. Yeah, yeah. Like Uri, I have nothing to say. I just try to, you know, to to bring him to, you know, to to earth. Sometimes he goes off, like, you know, <laughs> when you there, you know, focus, you know, yeah. put everything aside, and you know, try to to show him, you know, how important is the moment. Yeah. And uh, for Socrates, on the other hand, yeah, I pull, I I tell and try to try to teach and coach uh, uh, Socrates as best the way I can. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know, sometimes I need, you know, to give a couple slaps on, <laughs> on Socrates' uh, butt and face because, uh, you know, sometimes he goes off off uh, track as well. Yeah. But uh, he, he's really receptive. When yeah. a person and a writer or a competitor, you know, athletes is receptive, it's really easy to work with. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I uh, worked, you know, Socrates has been awesome. Yeah. You know, his career and uh, his result is, we couldn't be more happy about it. And, uh, and uh, my brand, like I said, is is I work and I make, you know, all the profits. I try to everything channels to my riders. Yeah. You know, everybody's active and is out there, you know, in the battlefield. That's where the money and the arms and the yeah. weapons go to them. <laughs> you know, keep battling, guys. I'm here. You know, I'm gonna back you guys up. That's great. And uh, this is what uh, my brand is. Yeah. You know, is my my team. Yeah. Is my my designer. My, you know, we, we, I build a team that we work together and this thing you grow, everybody's going to grow. Yeah. We all going to be rich. Yeah. You guys going to be rich. <laughs> you know, I going to make money. You guys going to make money. Yeah. And let's do it. Let's That's go. Cool. That's cool. This is how I see. And know? the competition side is still a strong element. Like the, obviously these guys are, Yuri's a, a competitor, you know, and, and that seems to be the same. They seem to have the same focus that you had in your career as well. I mean, Socrates... He does get a few more clips and things like that, I've noticed, but a lot of it's when he's got the competition jersey on. Does, does he, do you think, like, you know, this will be his first big year on the tour as a, as a kind of main um, competitor? I mean, how do you think he will go and what does he need to think about in order to get success in his, in his first big year there? Yeah, there's some kinks that he needs to work on. Oh, yeah? You know, still. Yeah, um, we're working on it. Um, he he has what it takes. If yeah. he want it, he can grab it. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's all up to him. Yeah. You know, I'll be back here. I'll be do my best to you know to to get him ready and to get him prepared for this year. And uh, let's see how it goes. You know, I only I don't like to talk much about what's gonna happen. Yeah. I, I let it happen. Yeah. You make you make it happen. Yeah. You know, talk talk talk. Is like a dog that bark, bark, bark. You know, <laughs> I want to see you, you, you bite that guy. Yeah. You no, know, stop barking. Bite <laughs> him. Biting. You know, and that's pretty much it. That's great. Stop barking and start biting. Yeah, that's start it. biting. That's it. Exactly. Um, the, the future then for you with bodyboarding. You know, you have the company and you you have the team and you're going to keep on doing what you do there. And it sounds like you're pretty, kind of cool with how that progresses into the future how what about yourself you know like you did you were over in the fronton comp last year um you you were competing there i think we just heard that you'll probably be in the pipeline competition this year um how do you do you still have that thrill and that kind of um the drive to win is still there as soon as you put that vest on uh 
Or is it fighting? To tell you the truth, um, I can, you know, I, I can, I get people, you know, my writers better that way than myself even. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of like, you know, I'm I'm very intense guy. When I do something, I'm very intense. Yeah. I'm, I'm focused on that. Yeah. You know, uh, and then and then comes, you know, when I'm the things start, you know. Uh, uh, dissipating, I, I I go and focus on something else. Uh -huh. I cannot do a lot of things at the same time. Yeah, you know. Of course, bodyboarding is my life. Competition is my life. Yeah, you know. But today, for sure, I'm not as competitive as before. I just I don't want to be. Yeah, you know. I don't want to spend the energy again. Mm. You know. I, I just not on bodyboarding. You know. Yeah, I'm gonna compete. I'm gonna do my best. You know. You know, watch out for Tomega yeah. out there, you know. Sure. I'm not going to be joking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if I put that jersey on, it's on. Yeah. But I'm not going to chase that. Nah. I'm not going to go to the other side of the world. Nah. You know, I'm not going to, you know, today I made my name. Today I have a career under me. Today I have the experience, the name I built, you know, and uh, today I work for my money. I, yeah. I have, you know, I have bills to pay. I have responsibilities every day in my life mm. which is different you know mm. and um, you know and I don't I don't want to put that pressure anymore mm. yes the pipeline event yeah I want to compete that yeah sure you know I'm I love this pipeline yeah you know you know enough said mm. um, uh, front on yeah I like front on yeah I was one of the first international writers to do that's to, right you guys did that to, trip to there, expose yeah. that, that yeah. wave yeah. you know yeah, I love Fronton. Fronton's yeah. in my heart. Yeah. I want to do that. Yeah. You know, maybe Chopu. Yeah, that thing's challenging me. Yeah. I never won Chopu before. Yeah. You know? So everything that challenges me yeah. today, that's what brights me. That's yeah. what sparks me. If it doesn't spark me, no, yeah. I'm not going. I'm not wasting my time. Mm. You know, I got to respect my feelings. I got to yeah. respect what uh, works for me or not mm. today and what uh, is, is profitable or not for me today. Yeah, sure. Yeah. With the tour, then, like, I mean, maybe to touch on that quickly before we wrap up. I mean, did, like, you've you've kind of been at arm's length a bit from the actual APB tour for a while now. I think, like, you you haven't really been turning up to many events. I think you're in Itacoatiara uh, two years ago, maybe for that. Um, you're a wild card there. Yeah. Is is I mean, do you see the way bodyboarding? moving is it the right direction is there anything that you think it should be doing differently like what do you have an opinion on that kind of thing like with the sport in general yeah i'm already exposed my ideas to the board okay at the apb you know i think uh it needs to be changed something different okay. needs to be changed yeah you know we need something to spark the sport to spark the tour you know um we experience you know i've been on a sport like more than me and Mike would be the probably the oldest guys that have been following the tour yeah. forever. So we see all the up and downs. Yeah. We saw everything that worked, everything that doesn't work. Yeah. You know, small ways, big ways, super tour, no super tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this format, that format. Yeah. You know, and uh, I think uh, it's enough to say that, you know, we got to do something different today. And uh, it's got to be right away, I think. Yeah. Um, What's that different look like? Is there any more specific you can... I think we got to go back to the roots, you know. Okay. We got to go back to the, the bodyboard school in your, in your school, yep. you know, in your local. We got we to gotta build the sport from ground up. 
that's important yeah. again you know we gotta go back to the drawing board yeah because uh, the other sport is going like crazy and we you know, we not yeah and uh we gotta we gotta do something about about that mm. um and uh i have some ideas i throw to the board you know uh but uh it's just something crazy but uh something different you know uh just uh you want to hear yeah oh okay that's what i'm asking uh, i yeah, think it's cool well, to get your opinion on it you one, know? I, you've, one you've of the ideas all. i gave you know i i think we just parked the sport you know the ufc you know yeah. the confronts the matches they do yeah you know how much marketing they do yeah. with that you know they put uh every uh, one uh one in front of each other you yeah. know you know and we need we need that kind of thing i think yeah you know okay and, uh, confronts on the you know matches that's kind of like, oh my God, those two guys are gonna battle. Yeah. You know, the, the, like matches, battle matches, like contests just for that. Yeah, Just right. special matches, you know, and like the one, one hour, off. one hour heat. You yeah, know, right. go, go, go on the slabs, like eight to 10 feet slabs. You know, let's see who's, who's gonna take it. So that's it. interesting. So that's just like a one-off, like- Yeah, one-off fight. These guys are gonna go and fight at front yeah, on right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. One-off one interesting. fight and, uh, and put, I don't know. It's just some ideas. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, and uh, bring bring some of the, the 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 golden of the sport. You know, not only the new guys, which we don't have many. Yeah. But bring the the old guys that is sitting. You know, those guys that make the the sport looks great. Again, yeah. You know, like uh, Weenie. You know, um, uh, Ben Player. Yeah. You know, um, you know, you know Ben Player against Jeff Herbert fight. You yeah. know. You know, uh, Hawaiian against the, the Aussie, you yeah. know, and, uh, and one hour heat and uh, the slab and the uh, front on, and you know, it. let's see, let's get it on. You know, those kind of things, I don't know, it's just an idea. And uh, of course, work on a format, work on a, but mostly work on the new generation. Yeah. I think it's the most important thing, you know, what's new for bodyboard, who is coming up, yeah. who is the new guys, you know, this, this is important. It is, uh, and it's, um. One of the most interesting things I've noticed is this vintage, this vintage bodyboarding shift where there's now like more old guys yeah. getting excited about bodyboarding. And I, I guess the way I look at it, like they're not really looking at the young guys for inspiration. They're looking at the guys they used to look at when they were young and going crazy in the 90s. Yeah, um, so which an interesting was moment. huge. Yeah, it was a huge era. You know? yeah. It was a huge time. You know, a lot of people lived that time. Yeah. You know, which is not as many today. Yeah. That's why the the vintage is growing. Yeah. It's getting big because um, that that time was uh, was huge. It was right. It was huge everywhere too. Yeah. Right? It was huge. Yeah. Well, it's really interesting to get your ideas on that. I mean, it's um, I think all of us are throwing ideas around about how to move this forward. I've got my own ones about the competitions. It's funny for me to come back after so many years and see some of the same kind of mistakes being made and some of the, some new ideas, but some things kind of going like, oh, wow, we're still thinking, we're still talking about this kind of thing. Um, I think we can wrap it up there. And um, maybe, I mean, hopefully a lot of those vintage guys are gonna be listening uh, to this podcast. And um, do you have a little message for them? You know, they're all kind of in their 40s getting back into it um you're a guy that just had the goal of you know being the fittest he's ever been by doing a triathlon what do you say to these guys how do they maximize their their fun with bodyboarding if they're just getting back into it what's some of your tips 
it's just awesome to see everybody coming back to the sport, yeah. you know, and uh, relive that great era that we have through the, all the equipment we used to have, yeah. you know, the uh, My Tree Color Boards, you yeah. know, the classic Tamega, Wave yeah. Rebel Tamega, or the Mike Stewart, yeah. or the Ben Severson, or the, you know, whatever, yeah. you know, it's just, it's so grateful to, to see how uh, uh, the, those boards can bring all those people back to our sport yeah. and live the era again. Yeah. It's just so cool. You know, enjoy yourself, you know, have fun, you know, get those boards, go out there, you know, live, the, live the, those times again, you know, feel it. You feel on every ride, you know, the, that board, the, the speed, you know, the thickness, the board mm. is thicker, <laughs> it's spongier, you know, yeah, this is a board right here, not these little things that we need to squeeze ourselves on the top yeah. and try to ride like uh, Pierre-Louis and, yeah, exactly. uh, you know, Tanner <laughs> yeah, exactly. McDaniel, you know, no, give me those thick, big boards, the boats, yeah. bring me those boats back, yeah. because those are fun, yeah. you know, we get speed, we get out of the barrels, yeah. you know, so much fun, yeah. and uh, I'm one of those too, you know, you know, yeah. I, I rather, I like my board thick, wide, and big, yeah. and like a boat, that's how I, I grow, on, grow up on it. Yeah. And that's how I, my style, my writing is on it. Yeah. So, yeah, enjoy yourself, watch that beer, you know, yeah. drink less beer, <laughs> have more fun, yeah. and enjoy yourselves. Bodyboarding is the best thing, it's in your vein, yeah. it's in the blood, yeah. oral blood. You know, once you bodyboard, you know, is you never forget, really. Well, on that very positive note, don't drink so much beer and enjoy the big boards, guys. Thank you for uh, taking the time for the podcast. Yeah, Josh, my pleasure. Yeah, yeah aloha. <laughs> <laughs>